0: Welcome to What's Next, Cornette Global's podcast that puts members on the microphone with thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary.
1: Hi, this is Tim Venable of Cornette Global. Joining me for this edition of What's Next is Lisa Stanley, CEO of Oscar International. She's here to talk with us about corporate real estate's role in creating data standards as part of their data governance strategy in support of digital transformation. Thanks very much for being here, Lisa. Thank
0: you, Tim, for having me and for the opportunity to talk about something that is near and dear to our hearts here at Oscar and certainly with Cornet Global's members as well.
1: Of course. So here's my first question. During the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, the way CRE leaders collect and manage data to make decisions was put to the test. Tell us, uh, from your standpoint, what they learned.
0: Well, um, the COVID-19 pandemic, I think, really tested the mettle of leaders in a lot of ways, and they found themselves, frankly, ill-prepared to address the unprecedented changes that happened virtually overnight. Many were faced with data challenges that included things like accessibility, consistency, disparate data across platforms that don't communicate with each other. And frankly, neither do the managers. That compounded with the need for the speed to assess risk and make decisions frankly, crippled some of the CRE leaders. I have yet to hear anyone say that they had all the information that they needed readily available to inform decisions and enable them to move quickly with high confidence in the data driving those decisions.
1: Okay. Now, follow-up question, what does it mean when you say that CRE leaders need to develop a data strategy? We hear that a lot. Tell us from your standpoint what that really means. Well, I think in one phrase, it's think big and start
0: small. But let's let's start with what data is. Data has been described as the new currency. It's bits of data that are collected throughout the organization, from sensors letting you know when someone enters or leaves a space, financial information related to occupancy, even asset like lifestyle management and, and more. But effective data analytics enable organizations to really be better stewards of their assets. That includes real property, technology, and yes, even human capital. And those three things, frankly, are really what drives the majority of investment within organizations, that human capital, technology, and real estate, and just as importantly, how they interact with each other. A data strategy is what enables the organization to identify the priorities, to collect, analyze, and use data to support their business decisions. And that strategy is developed and starts at the top of the house and then is carried through the
1: organization as well. Okay. Now, my next question, Lisa, I think sort of goes to the heart of what Oscar is all about. So what are data standards and how do they contribute to this all-important data strategy? That's a great question,
0: Tim. In corporate real estate, consistency in terms and definitions is, is a starting point for data standards. Things like property address, lease commencement, lease expiration. Those are critical areas, but they're also often inconsistent. And certainly without a standardized approach, remain inconsistent within the organization. Creates a lot of stumbling blocks and oftentimes wasted assets as well. So ask a corporate real estate executive what the current occupancy rate is for a building or a portfolio. And the response might end up being something like, it depends on what you mean by occupancy. Well, that can be more than a little bit of a a challenge. The data strategy is the roadmap that uses effective data governance practices, right? So it helps the organization carry it out. And effective data governance is standards-based. So we see how inconsistent data collected on disparate platforms that don't communicate with each other can really make decision-making quite difficult. Standards truly become standards when they are implemented on a large scale.
1: Exactly, that makes perfect sense. Now, why is industry collaboration so critical to advance the digital transformation that CRE needs to move
0: forward? I guess one of the ways to to frame my response there is looking at how other industries that corporate real estate engage with, frankly, are in many cases much further along that digital transformation track than, than CRE is. And that includes industries like fintech and insurance and others. But digital transformation requires significant resources, and the transformation can be accelerated when there's consensus in the industry on how to move forward. It's as simple as that. It's a commitment to change leadership, a term that we're hearing more and more about as time goes on and certainly the last 18 months have shown us where we have change leaders who've really risen to the occasion in terms of both the way that they're looking at how that digital transformation happens within their organizations, but also from a standpoint of their willingness to move forward in working with other organizations as well. We've talked a little bit about the advancement of ESG, the environmental, social and and governance aspects of organizations, what makes them better stewards of resources, both out in the community and within their organization, things like sustainability, zero carbon, diversity, inclusivity, and then on the governance side, certainly the corporate governance exe- exhibited by the senior executives within the organization. And there's also an increased interest in benchmarking as we look at Bresp reporting, MSCI, and others. Organizations want to know how they stack up to other organizations in the
1: space. And just as importantly, that also drives investment. Sure. Okay. That makes sense. Now, further on collaboration, industry collaboration, the importance of that, how does that really work in practice when so many of the stakeholders are, in fact, you know, fairly serious competitors?
0: That's a great question, and I would say my answer might have been different five years ago than it is today, partly because organizations recognize that need for more consistency and accessibility and not just within their organization but within the industry as well. Everyone wants to know how they stack up to other organizations in the same space and that's irrespective of geography. But I think also as as we're looking at it, it takes a long time to build standards and it does require commitment, but the leaders of organizations who really are helping to advance them their organizations in a way that would be very, very difficult from a competitive advantage to overcome, recognize that that collaboration is key. It's worked in other industries and it has frankly put them in a position where they're also better able to implement these emerging technologies, artificial intelligence, um, machine learning, distributed digital ledgers, also known as blockchain, as well as others.
1: Okay, cool. Now, what can the corporate real estate world learn from collaboration? What benefits can be expected? Reflecting on, I think, a recent uh, partnership that uh, Oscar has uh, has engaged with another group. Tell us about that. I'd be happy
0: to. We've just published a case study, a project that we've been involved with now for better than four years with an organization that's UK-based, the Housing Association Charitable Trust, or HACT, H-A-C-T. And They came to us about four and a half years ago because we had the technical expertise to help develop standards. And they had, not at the time an abundance of organizations willing to participate, but certainly around 20 or so, who wanted to come together to develop standards that specifically addressed social housing. Now, while some people might say, well, what does that really have to do with corporate real estate? It's the process that's really important. They addressed a variety of topics that are beyond the scope of social housing, certainly beyond the scope of geography, being limited to the UK. Addressed a variety of topics, including things like reactive repairs, planned maintenance, the application process, development handover, customer feedback. So that entire process that now is in year four, moving to year five, and we've got several other projects on the drawing board as well. They they demonstrate the importance of collaboration, commitment of time, and expertise, because that's really critical. And as we look at how things have moved forward with that process, more than 70 organizations have participated in the various standards that have been developed so far in the last four years. And the speed with which these standards have been developed is much better than frankly, even what Oscar has been able to do alone. So I would say each group brings their respective expertise to the table, a healthy respect for what that expertise is and a commitment to move forward in a very planned approach that gets the standards out, and also the organizations that participate in the development of the standards also made the commitment
1: for implementation moving forward. Excellent. Well, it's great to hear about the progress made in that partnership. That's that's great news.
0: And we have worked with Cornet, and I think it's important to mention as we're looking at educational programming. We've worked with Cornet for, oh gosh, probably the last three years in terms of making some of the education programs that we've developed accessible to Cornet members as it relates to building skills in terms of that base level of understanding for digital transformation. I think there's more and more opportunity for organizations to look at collaboration, particularly member-based organizations like Cornet and Oscar. So I
1: think this is a great story that we can tell. Excellent. And that's a nice segue, Lisa, to my last question. When you start talking about skills, how can CRE leaders ensure that their team members have the skills needed to support their own digital transformation efforts? I think that one of the most important
0: things is what I like to call building the skill to match the will, the will of the senior leaders to move forward with a digital transformation initiative has to be accompanied by the skill set within the organization, and also uh, certainly with the consultants that are hired to help with this process. But if you don't have a base level of understanding within the team members, and also from a standpoint of looking at why they should be committed to moving this forward, that change leadership component combined with the skill set within the team is really a wonderfully winning combination it's identifying the skills needed and more importantly providing that training for the team members and we recognize the need for developing programs that make it easily accessible for team members to to build that skill set so we've created a couple of on demand programs those are available through Cornet addressing data governance digital competency and also developing that new vocabulary that accompanies the digital transformation within the organization. And these programs are, I'll call it the base level of building that skill set. We've also developed virtual learning labs, which provide a deeper dive in terms of applying the skills that have been learned within the organization. And as we look at how important that is for an organization... We've talked about the concept I know you and I have about lifelong learning, but in the increasingly digital world that we live in, lifelong learning is really the order of the day. You can't expect that whatever you learned in formal education training in college or advanced degree development, or even in a certification program that might have been earned 10 or more years ago, That skill set is a very strong framework for moving forward, but make no mistake, you have to move forward in terms of developing a better understanding of not just these technologies, but the importance of deriving the information from data to move forward. And that's what drives the decisions. It's the information derived from all those bits of data that are collected throughout the organization and how you can use that to inform decision-making. At the end of the day, the focus is on better performance, right? Better use of the assets the organization has. And that may cause a bit of a a change-up, if you will, in terms of looking at real estate, human capital, and the technology that links the two of them. And I think that's where a lot of organizations will have some challenges, but also some opportunities to reap some some real
1: rewards as well. Excellent perspectives there, Lisa. Thank you. That's great. Any final thoughts as we wrap up? Those are all great uh, insights that you shared.
0: Well, well, thank you, Tim. I think that as we're looking at moving forward, and I think that's a good way to express it, moving forward from what have been the challenges over the last 18 months or so, in a health crisis that quickly became an economic crisis, organizations will be looking at in many cases, a new workplace and how the workforce interacts with the workplace. It won't be a business-as-usual, one-size-fits-all approach, I don't believe, as we're looking to that future. I also think that one of the important things for organizations to recognize is they found out how strong their team really could be working remotely and that the power of technology really can be accessed In a variety of different ways and it also i think helped organizations recognize that the need for acknowledging change and figuring out how to move forward was perhaps more important than it had ever been in the corporate real estate world and throughout the rest of the the world as well so as you look at where corporate real estate is headed i think there's tremendous opportunity for both organizations and people who are leaders and while we typically think of leaders as being those that sit at the C-suite table. Leaders are being developed now within the organization that have demonstrated their ability to adapt, to look at things in new ways, to be innovative, to be responsive both to their internal customers, as well as their external customers, and to find a space where they really can demonstrate the value of what corporate real estate executives bring to the table. And we've talked about that before, that CREs really want that seat at the table. I think they've demonstrated over the last 18 months that their role is absolutely critical as organizations are moving forward. And it does provide tremendous opportunity for those people out there that are willing to adapt to think outside the box, to be innovative, to be willing to, to take risks as well.
1: Excellent, So, what a great way to wrap up our conversation and, and, and summarize it so, so nicely. It's been great uh, talking with you today, as always. I really appreciate it. And on behalf of Cornet Global, thanks again for sharing your insights with us.
0: Thank you, Tim, the pleasure has been mine and we look forward to continuing to collaborate with Cornet in the future.
1: Look forward to it, thank you.